Hi there. You are listening to Frequency 3080, a podcast that enables you to level up yourself and be the boss of your own life. Tag along with us on this exciting journey into the world of unknown. So, without wasting any more time, let's get right into it, shall we? Hello everyone and welcome back to Frequency 3080. This is your podcast of Palak and I am here with the second episode on feminism. As promised, this episode is going to be all about how things are in India, how there are certain stereotypes which are still prevalent in India and eventually fall on how we can change all that. So yeah, let's throw ourselves with a little introduction on how feminism started in India or how it was fueled up in India. Hi everyone, I'm your podcaster Nikita Chandel and I'm here to tell you as to how feminism fueled up in India. In 1821, women had no rights. In 1921, women fought for some rights. In 2021, women are always right. Um well, how did we get this far? Starting from the early Vedic period in India, wherein a few female scholars pioneered feminism by going against men and opposing the set norms, feminism had its way out. Years later, as the awareness grew, women started to rule. Bibi Dalil Kaur formed an all-women army to fight Mughal forces. Rani Chinamma of Kitur led an armed rebellion against British East India Company. Then during the 19th century the quest for civil political and religious rights arose not only women but men too opposed sati pratha and protested to abolish child marriage later women were part in india's freedom struggle post independence women demanded divorce laws land rights political representation to divorce and child custody entering the 21st century Indian feminism engaged with a whole host of issues from domestic violence and rape to victim shaming and consent. In present day, India has led to increasing economic liberty for women, genuine partnership and collaboration among men and women, harder negotiations to expand. Well, from studying in boys college to taking place in 100 most influential people feminists of india has actually got things done thank you so much nikita for making this short and crisp though it was very informative and very important for us to know um so yeah now we have rajat our next podcaster my dear friend who is going to explain us more about how things are different in india and in western countries and how things are different in urban areas and rural areas in india itself feminism in india is not as widespread as it is in any developed western country this is made clear by the fact this is made clear by how much importance feminism is given during the elections feminism is one of the primary political issues it is capable of turning the tide of national level elections even but in india it is barely of secondary importance it is a great indian achievement that there are a lot of women politicians but even they rarely raise women's issues 
and every once in a while when a group tries to speak up about the problems men and women face due to gender inequality the group is silenced by remarks like men and women are already equal in the eyes of law but these people making such comments do not realize that legal equality is not the same as social equality i would like my friend gurnoor to explain why the societal impact of feminism in india was so was so restricted as compared in the west why was feminism in india less successful in carrying out social change than in the west the primary determinant is the spread and duration of the fight for equality in the west women had to fight for their legal rights and in the process of forcing changes in laws they also changed society as a whole as we know they organized and campaigned for decades whereas in india there was no need for feminist movement as women already had the right to inheritance divorce and vote since the founding of our republic we might think of this as a huge win over the west but this had a huge unseen cost freedom isn't given it is taken because women had equal rights to begin with there was no need for a feminist movement but only a mass campaign organized by women for a long period of time can bring about the social change feminism in the west might have primarily fought only for legal rights but their greatest achievement was the improvement in women's societal standing the idea of a woman who stays unmarried in her own house and treats her job as her only purpose in life may not be illegal but society as a collective scorns at the idea there is an insightful quote by ex turkish president the state is secular but the nation is not we can extend this to feminism in india the state is feminist but the nation is not but surely the entire society can't be anti feminist true gurnoor india is a huge country and there are regional differences in any and everything feminism included In general, urban areas are much more feminist than rural areas. For example, Chandigarh is much more gender equal than uh, let's say a village in UP. Feminist ideas have spread in far away locations in India, but they are highly concentrated in some areas. Urban women are encouraged to study, marry and work all according to their choice. while rural women have the same position as women living in the 18th century socially speaking women are not equal to men but interestingly women are not equal to themselves there is a famous quote which goes freedom is a privilege existence unless shared by one and all indian feminism must gr- indian feminism must bridge the gap between urban and rural women while at the same time pushing for more liberty for we- for men and women rural men face much more stress than urban men as they can't rely on their wives or they would be seen as weak or unmanly we must not leave out men 
Women hold up half the sky, but that also means that men hold up the rest. Modern feminism has both a practical and a moral obligation to include men in the struggle for a more equal society. Urban areas may be more feminist than rural areas, but that doesn't mean discrimination doesn't exist. Even in urban areas, the idea that a woman's primary place is in the home is still very prevalent. Even full-time working women are expected to perform their, quote, traditional duties of child-rearing, cooking, cleaning, etc. The breadwinning responsibilities have been taken up by women, but the domestic responsibilities have not been taken up by men. Even when both partners are working full-time, women are expected to perform the household chores while men sit and relax. While some modern parents raise their daughters to take charge of their lives, they still discourage their boys to express their emotions, something which is essential for mentally healthy individuals. Men are still called little girls when they cry, irrespective of how justified it be. I have a friend whose mother doesn't teach him how to cook. She doesn't even allow him to enter the kitchen because, quote, it's a girl thing to do. And mind you, this is the same woman who wanted her daughter to get a job before getting married. Men are rarely complimented. It has become a huge meme on the internet that boys remember a little compliment for five years ago. This is an exaggeration, of course, or at least I hope so. But most men are very occasionally complimented, ignoring all the formalities. Rural women don't even know of a better life. They have been raised to think of discrimination as a part of life. This is, of course, due to little awareness and education. Napoleon Hill used to say, quote, what you can think you can achieve. You can't achieve freedom when you can't conceive it. You can't break free when you don't know that you are trapped. Urban men and women today have more liberty than any of their ancestors, but the job is far from complete. Though in our era, people are still open-minded and aren't strict as they were, but these buts never go away, don't they? So we have Akshi telling us more about the trends. Hey guys. So yeah, moving forward with our trends, the Western clothing has had a good impact in our markets and in our times, they are pretty normal and casual. Definitely, there has been a change in our mindsets, but as you said, Palak, these ifs and buts don't go away, ever. So yeah, but we still are living in this mentality that a go- if a girl wears shorts or revealing clothes, she'll be slut-shamed. People will call her out. Talking about this in rape cases, the first thing everyone talks about is what kind of clothes the victim is wearing. And that's totally wrong. Sexualizing someone on the basis of their clothing or their style is a huge no. Think of it. I should be free to wear whatever I like, right? Yes, true that. 
Now, if I talk about trends, let's talk about jobs. Equal pay is one thing many women have spoken up for. It's not as if they do less work. They might have been doing extra work, but still they are paid less. Moreover, the ratio between males and female employees is not equal or nearly equal in many sectors. Talking about jobs or working, it's expected from a female to do the housework but not from a male. But that's not how things should be. The household work must be divided. It should be you do the dishes, I'll do the laundry. Or it's my turn today and it's yours tomorrow. Yeah, I see where you're getting at Akshi. You see, it wasn't easy for men. They had to take a huge burden of owning and taking care of the family. They were also expected to be strong. But that's wrong. They should have been able to share their burden too. Yes. Um I'd like to say that we have come a long way and thanks to our generation and the generation before us, we are still in a better place without many struggles. It has been hard for men and women in the past. Thanks to them, we still live in a peaceful society. The impact on mental health with how trends were and are now has had an adverse effect. We all know stress is one reason for depression and further depression becomes the reason for several behavioral changes or changes overall. Now, I have my friend Ananya to discuss more about mental health. Thank you, Pallav. Well, if we talk about a female's perspective, harassment is the major stressor of being touched or followed. Being blamed up for these things later adds up to the social anxiety and even leads to the various traumas that a girl faces. Usually we see we are excluded from the privileges, occasions and opportunities which even makes up the feeling of being unworthy or undeserving. Trauma is the main cause of any psychological disease, implications, phobias, etc. But in this society, when we have neither done anything wrong, but still we are reminded of such events every day. That is so true. I really think what people I really think what people think when they say she was asking for it. No one asks for being harassed or worse, raped. The society needs up needs to up their mentality. So, what about the male perspective, Ananya? Talking of the male perspective, I think they are the ones who are most affected. Like they are always required to be powerful, have the strong body type, be muscular. Is it even necessary? Everybody holds this personality which is not everybody's cup of tea. You got to be different. And here is what comes in. Who knows that where up do these issues come from? They're always expected to be quiet, not talk about their feelings, wherein it leads to anger, frustration, disappointment all in oneself. then further talking it even leads to the pressure one faces being the bread earner of the family working at odd hours trying to sh- shine out is something they always have to face 
we always expect men to be quiet and mysterious and that's the main cause of depression which further leads them into suicide we always expect men to not cry why do we even do so don't do they have the right to expect to expect to or to you know speak out what they feel emotionally this we even can't ignore that we have witnessed several cases that men are being wrongly accused of harassment cases such can cause trauma anxiety and deep resentment and hate it's the time when everybody needs to realize that this is just not the truth well said ananya it affects all the aspects or domains of life it is indeed tough whether you're a male or a female so finally we land on how we can change this it's pretty relevant to talk about what we can do to change all the stereotypes present even though there are no written ways or solutions to get over this but we can only try so stand up for yourself and others around you check for the signs of any unjust behavior domestic violence or physical mental abuse anyone you know might be suffering or you yourself are a victim to it support and seek help if required equal pay jobs equal opportunities respect in all aspects or domains of lives there is these are a few basic things which we can do we have some differences given to us by nature and we need to accept and appreciate those and not use the rule divide and conquer it's pretty old and irrelevant don't teach your daughters your sister or your friends to stay quiet and accept the way the world is pushing her down tell her to be strong and independent tell your son your brother your friend that it's okay for them to cry and lean on others to speak and share tell them to support women and not disrespect them respect people around you that's all we can say maybe these small steps would help make this world a better beautiful place thank you guys for tuning in on this episode i hope you guys liked it we'll see you next time and till then take care bye Keep listening to Frequency 3080 and do follow us on your favorite podcast platform and Instagram handle of SD Road Track to stay tuned for our future podcast and events.